ching ching. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to our podcast, Two PTs in a Pod. And yes, we did just ching ching with two cups of tea. <laughs> we know how to live. Don't be jealous of us. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, yeah, I've been better. <laughs> Ali's injured, for those yeah. of you. A little bit injured. I'm hoping it's just a little bit, not a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hopefully so. But are you resting? Yes, I've rested for four days <laughs> since I've done it. And I'm dying. Oh, uh, no, but, but I'm yeah. training today and I'm adapting. Uh, adapting. <laughs> What's going on with me today? This is how it's going to go. Hey. <laughs> well, we started off well. <laughs> um, so, you. I've just snatched PB'd. Yes, I just got a new PB. I'm so buzzing over it. A five kilo PB. Did That's not expect it. That's a lot in it. a snatch, by the way. But, yes. Um, so you, snatched, you got PB's two weeks in a row. What did I... Oh, deadlift last deadlift week. Deadlift last week. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so That's yeah. it. This is what I'm doing with my Christmas food. Using it as fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love yeah. that. It's what my bratwurst on Saturday did. It fueled my snatch today. What happened with that, by the way? My bratwurst. They yeah. didn't have onions. No, Who does about that. What did oh. you tell me? When? About cutting yourself. Cutting myself? Wow. <laughs> 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 like, you, you said you ripped the roof of your mouth. Oh, my God, yeah. So, I had a bratwurst. God, and that was a <laughs> time, didn't it? <laughs> well, hey, I had no idea what you were going on about. And um, the baguette, I feel like because I'm just used to softer foods, but the baguette of my bratwurst was quite hard and it just shredded the roof of my mouth. Like, First world problems right there. I know. <laughs> and they didn't have onions to make it better. Oh yeah, that is tragic. <laughs> anyway, on to our podcast. This week we are talking all about injuries, illnesses and sleep. Ties in nicely with Ali. And you, you're ill. Yeah, I got a cold. Get in there, though. She's always got a cold, by the way. I am, and I'm like the worst person to be ill ever. <laughs> so, um, we are going to talk about resting and recovery when you are injured. And how important it actually is. Which is, she's looking at me like <laughs> I've been naughty. Do you know what? I will say, as PTs... We ha- we we should be practicing what we pe- <laughs> We should be practicing what we preach, but sometimes it can be so hard to like, especially if you're injured and like you know you should rest, but yeah. you still just want to train. It's so hard because I think for a PT as well, like training is a big part of your life, and when you can't do it, it affects you in so many ways. Yeah. Like for the average person, they don't actually usually enjoy the gym that much. <laughs> Whereas, like. She's just one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, but it is hard. Like, I am struggling with it. But, yeah. So, you should. We should be healing, really. We should just be yeah. resting until at least you know what's the prob- what the problem yeah. is. I do think as well, even if people don't enjoy the gym that much, and they're used to training a certain amount of times a week, they will struggle as well. It's because part of the routine, yeah. Yeah, and also, because once you have something taken away from you, you want it even more. Yeah, 100%. You want what you can't have. Yeah, it's just to be able to have the choice to go. Like, even if I don't want to go, but yeah. at least I've got the choice to go. And also, <laughs> if you're training the right way, you should enjoy it a little bit. Oh my god, yeah, mate, you shouldn't, so, yeah, yeah. You know no. what I mean? Like, I love it training. wasn't really a good uh, statement, but. <laughs> 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 you got where I was coming from. I got there. 
but yeah no you have to recover you have to rest in order for it to heal if you keep going on at something that has been injured or there is hurting or whatever there's no way that it's going to get better and you're never going to be able to reach your full potential yeah 100%. so yeah and i think it's the same with illness as well i think it depends how ill you are but i think most of the time you need to rest with an illness it's just like yeah. your body is essentially telling you to stop isn't it yeah it's telling you right i've had enough or slow down slow down i need to just have a little bit of a recovery and then yeah i think if you keep training on a illness or an injury it's just going to take longer anyway so you're oh not god really yeah training any quicker so you might as well just take some time out that's it you just gotta learn how to adapt it there's other things that you can do like if you're ill if you've got a cold for example where you just feel horrendous so you don't really want to train you don't really have the strength you can still go out and get your steps in there's nothing stopping you doing that but then if you're injured and it's a leg injury like yours yeah then it's going to be harder to do that because you're still then putting pressure on it over and over again yeah but for me like tonight i'm gonna train but i'm gonna adapt i'm gonna work on some skill stuff some muscle ups and yeah there's always things you can work on i'm gonna just do upper body tonight and that's fine like it's not the way i usually train but um something yeah Yeah. something's better than that so if you've had like your leg or your or your arms like just (laughs) do something else train the opposite yeah or you can even just focus on like flexibility or mobility yeah because it all helps in the end like training or this kind of journey that we're on is not just one part there's so many different parts that kind of create it as a whole it's kind of coming back to lockdown isn't it when you were in lockdown and you didn't have the gym equipment and stuff like there was stuff Mm -hmm. you could do to help like if you've got the fundamentals of a squat press up if you can press up well like it's going to help you in other things in the gym and body weight exercises are so underrated as well they are so underrated yeah because how many people can do a pull up that's it like not many not many no even a push up yeah push up yeah because you've got to think you've got to carry your whole body weight which is essentially more than what you probably go for in the gym anyway people just think you need like you know, a strong chest <laughs> to do a press-up. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, so much comes into play with it. Yeah. Yeah, just that. So, yeah, just to learn to adapt, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and sleep. Yes, so sleep is one of the most... Is it underrated? Underrated. Well, underrated. I think everyone firstly looks at, you know, nutrition, they look at training, they look at you know, what you, what your job and stuff like that. But no one ever firstly goes to sleep, do they? Which no. is one of the most important things, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. You don't get enough sleep, it's going to fuck up your day after. Yeah, like, 100%. And you won't even know that it's doing that. If you don't have enough sleep, you're not going to have as much energy the next day. Lack of energy means you'll probably overeat or you'll start to lean towards more foods. Your brain... not Brain power, is it? Brain power? Your willpower. No, not your willpower, like your brain, like your mental, your state of mind will be clearer. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I meant. Your state of mind will be clearer. Um, There's just so many things and it just has a knock on effect. Yeah. If you're like, if you're tired, you you do eat more. Like there's no doubt about it. Oh God, yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, this is going to give me energy. And it actually doesn't. Like you just need sleep. That's, that's the And it's lack of willpower as well. Yeah. Um, do you know, I've read this thing once, so I listened to this thing. Here we go. Fun fact of the day. (laughs) Um, 
And it was about if you are in court for something or you're appealing your sentence, it's always better to get the one first thing in the morning or like the judge first thing in the morning or the one straight after lunch. Because their willpower or like their, not what, what's it called? Like um, their focus goes down. Like, because they've just eaten in the morning, their focus is high, they can do it, and they're probably more likely to be in a good mood. And then as the day goes on, their focus goes down. Like, the one before lunch has got to be the worst, because they're going to be hungry, they're going to want to get out of there. Please don't go to court. Like, I really hope. Let's just hope that if you are going to court, then you're in a late afternoon. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like early afternoon, early early morning. Straight after lunch or straight after breakfast is what What you want. What about late afternoon? Well, probably not. Because they might have just eaten again. Oh, well, yeah, but I don't know if they get, like, a break. But, yeah, so it just shows, like, the more tired you are, the less willpower you're going to have. So if you are in a dieting phase and your goal is fat loss and somebody's like, oh, do you want to take away? You're more likely to say yes. Yeah. So it's just something to think about. I think you should be sleeping, what, seven to nine hours on average a night? Yeah. I think people struggle struggle to go to sleep, don't they? Like, especially with phones and stuff nowadays, like, it's... It's, again, finding that habit and routine of the night. Yeah. You get sucked into a little TikTok vortex and that's and you've gone for, for like four hours, honestly. <laughs> um, it's horrendous. I, I, yeah, I did it last night. I watched oh, I did it. the crew. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I just have a little scroll on TikTok and it was the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, me too. And it's like the same videos. And yeah, I'm just I like, oh, I'll just keep going. It's always fun about cats for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, Dave, Dave, look. <laughs> And he's like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think if you are struggling with sleep or lack of sleep, then that should be one of your main focuses and that should be something that you tell your coach as well. And maybe things like turning electrics or electronics off, what, two hours, an hour before bed? Yeah. Um, right. Maybe read a book. I think like, I... like a bath book. Yeah. Bed. Like, that's nice routine, I think. Yeah. That's good. And a cool room, that's what they say, isn't it? I like sleeping in a cool room. I can't have a hot room. Yeah, I know, but when you're freezing, it's like, oh, I could just put the heating on. <laughs> <laughs> I have to... Well, I sleep with, like, a winter duvet all year round. I've got to have something heavy on me. Oh, no, see, so I have summer one. Oh, year, no. So, yeah. Oh. We, we differ. We differ. We are very different. <laughs> Who knew? You have a winter duvet, I have a summer one. <laughs> Wait, even when I was living in Egypt, I'd have a big duvet all year round. Would you? Yeah, my ex hated it. He was like, can we just have a sheet? And I was like, no, I need something <laughs> heavy. <laughs> the... Just in case someone comes in my room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then he, he would always have the air con on. Like, um... I hate that. Why do people do that? Like, sorry if you do it. But, like... <laughs> oh, no, you have to have the air. Like, imagine being in the summer, 50 degrees, mate. You have to have air con on. You can't not. Oh, I know, but... But I like it to be on cold. Oh, weird. you get used to it. Oh, do you? you get, well, you've got it. You've got no choice, do you? <laughs> like, it's going to happen. When we're away, I'm like, I'd rather sweat. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. So I would always want the aircon on, like, 18 degrees cold. He was like, no, we can't. Like, he was like, you'll get sick. So we'll have it on 24 dry. Oh, my God. The sweat would be pouring off me. And I'm like, I can't sleep because I can't have this cover on me. And I need this cover on me to help me sleep. Yeah, it was like a lose-lose. <laughs> I did have the aircon on that in Greece, actually. Mm. I still didn't sleep. Yeah, see? You get used to it. Do you sleep worse in different surroundings? Do you sleep worse when you go away? Um, Oh, my God. Fun fact about this. Do you know why? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Do you know if you see birds on a, like, telephone wire or, like, those wires that hang overhead? 
the two on the end will never be asleep or like only half their brain will be asleep so the ones in the middle will be asleep fully the two on the end only half will be asleep and like dogs as well which is why they always have like one eye open and one eye gone like they can shut off half their brain to help them recover and it's in case of like if anything's going to come and attack them or if anything's like going to come and disturb them they can alert the rest of them um i know i know genius and why do you know this because i got that book by matthew walker while we oh, sleep. Yeah, yeah. i've not finished reading it i've had it about a year it's a very hard read but clearly i learned some maybe stuff maybe you get it on audiobook like. uh, i can't i don't think i take it in audiobook i yeah. love audiobook but um they say that could be why humans do it because like, i think my mum can never sleep like if she goes away for the night she can never sleep on like the first night there and it's because it's like a new place and it's like just ingrained to us for years and years and years that you could get attacked. So it's like you kind of got to keep an eye out because it's not familiar. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. Maybe that's what it is. Well, I don't know. That might not even be true. But <laughs> well, it's in this book. I'm pretty sure it's in this book. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm putting you try no. to read it again. We'll be here till next year. <laughs> I know, I keep thinking oh, I should probably pick it up again, and I'm just like, oh. Sorry, my cat's <laughs> falling down the Christmas tree. <laughs> She's climbing up the top. Oh. But yeah, and also you can't catch up on sleep. I told Ali that one before, but if you miss out on sleep one night, you cannot catch up on it again. Like everyone's like, oh, I've got to catch up on sleep. It doesn't work like that. Once you've missed that sleep, you've missed it out. Like your Do you brain can't. No, I probably didn't read that far. <laughs> Maybe I need to read this book. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to it on audio. Yeah, I'll, and then... listen, but I'll let you know. Mm. We might have to do another podcast about sleep. <laughs> I can actually tell you the true facts. <laughs> oh my God, it was a true fact. I will find it. <laughs> but yeah. So another thing, just going back to injuries briefly. Um, if you are injured, as a PT, we cannot diagnose you. No, everyone's always like, oh, I've got a bad knee, what do you think it is? What do you think I've done? Can you diagnose me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Go see a physio. Like, that's not my profession. Like, yeah. I could probably advise a few exercises to make it better, but it would, I would want to know what it was first. Yeah. And you can't work with someone when you don't know what their injury is. No, not at all. And as a doctor and a physio, that's their job. Or a physio's job mainly. But I think you've got to go to the GP to get referred. Unless you go private. Yeah. But it's totally worth, like, don't just hope that it's going to get better. Go and see someone about it. The sooner you go to see somebody about it, the sooner it's going to get sorted, the sooner. And it's just frustrating. Oh, like, God, yeah. being injured is just frustrating. Mm-hmm. Have you been injured before? Yeah. Oh, my, I did my back in. Um, my lower back, no idea what it was. I could not bend down. I couldn't pick anything up. And obviously, as an electrician as well, that was really hard. Yeah. I was like sliding in and out the works van. I don't think it helped. I sit in the middle in the works van, and I never like dead straight. I'm always at an angle. Yeah. Um, and I stupidly did not let myself rest and recover, and I kept going back to the gym, and it was just getting worse. And I think I took seven months off working out. Oh my god. Oh, it was horrendous. Seven months. Yeah, seven months off working out, and um, yeah, then when I came back to it, I started off small, and touch wood, no problem since. That's good. But, yeah. I think that's where, like, you know, if you are training by yourself, you need to look at your programming as well, like, are you over-training, are you training the same muscle group three days in a row, like... Mm. Form as well, with injury, Form form is 
so so important especially for like something like a deadlift or a big compound lift yeah i just want to say mine wasn't from anything <laughs> like that mine was just like loads of impact on my leg like yeah <laughs> yeah no we're just giving possibilities i'm just saying i have no idea what mine was from i don't know if i just niggled it and it went yeah but just make sure you look at everything in your life and make sure you're doing everything you can possible to recover yeah. well. It's also like eating well as well. Like you just don't, don't just not eat because you think I'm not training. Like, it's like an all or nothing attitude that, isn't it? Yeah. Like just focus on what you can do, not on what you can't do. Yeah. And work with that. So like you can't train, but you can still focus on your nutrition. You can focus on your sleep. You can focus on... You can have loads of other things you can focus on. What are you laughing at? Because I was getting for a list of things you could focus on. And, and I just didn't have anything else to come out. <laughs> I was so glad you started laughing. I was like, and now I've got, forgot what I was saying. Um, you were smiling at me. You, <laughs> like you a cat over it. <laughs> you can focus on, that's what you said. Oh, uh, no, gone. Uh, so many things you can focus on anyway. Like so many other things that don't impact that side to it. Why are you laughing at? (laughs) But yeah. But yeah. Have you ever had an all or nothing attitude mentality? What do you mean, all or nothing? Like, do you know you're either all in or you're not? So I think a lot of people do it if they're trying to lose weight and they're trying to be good, um, or like good in inverted commas here. And they're trying to stay within their calories and then they'll eat something that will take them over their calories and they're like, well, I fucked it now. I might as well go like the whole hog. Like all or nothing. Like They can't just be like, okay, well, I've gone over, but if I stop now, then that's it for today. And then, do you know? Yeah, I've been more like... <laughs> I I am very disciplined. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like, I can... I will train. I've probably been all or nothing too much of too much training or too much obsession about not eating enough like yeah i haven't been ever like oh i've eaten two thousand calories i might as well eat three thousand now like do you know yeah what I mean? so you've never had the all or nothing no i don't think so yeah do you have um you? i think i might have done i don't really know like i don't know i'm just trying to think like there must have been days where i like ate over my calories and what are Actually, no, I don't think so. Because, no, I don't know. I have no idea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really an answer, was No, it? I could just be sat here for like the next five minutes and the okay, same thing. Okay, let's talk about... Do you, have you, do you think some people are just naturally more disciplined than others? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did that test, they didn't they? Or not test, like um, study with the kids in the marshmallow test. <laughs> marshmallow Marshmallows. <laughs> Marshmallows, where it's um, like delayed gratification. So they put like a marshmallow or something in front of a child and they say, oh, yeah. if you wait, you can have two in half yeah, an hour, that, if yeah. not. Um, and I think the ones who could hold out for the two marshmallows and delayed gratification were then, I don't know if it was like more successful later on in life or they had more discipline for themselves later on. Okay. So it's quite interesting. And I think factors come into it as well, like who you surround yourself with, like yeah, the environment say, that you're you, in. How do you think that people could become more disciplined? Hmm... Um, I think if they're living with other people, talk to the people they live with. Yeah. Tell them what their goals are, what they're trying to do, and get them on board to help. Like, so they don't come in and try to throw them off track. 
um, set daily goals for themselves, daily targets, have somebody that they check in with. Maybe write a list. Yeah. Oh, I love a to-do list. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, that's the best. I, I actually believe that people that write to-do lists are more successful in their day. Yeah, because they've written down what they will need to do and what yeah. they want to do. Whereas some people are just like, oh, I don't know what I need to do today, so... But if you write and then it they down. procrastinate. But if you write it down, yeah. you're like, right, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, it's done. I can now watch telly or I can yeah. do something I want to do, you know? I write it down for absolutely everything. I had a mind today book a massage, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I've written down to eat lunch. <laughs> Take that off. Completed it, mate. <laughs> don't need reminded to eat. <laughs> But, yeah, what we were talking about, um, discipline. discipline. Yeah, no, I think it can. I think it just depends. And it's just, it's hard, but once you get into it, I think it becomes easier. I think once you've started something, then you, mm. and it's it's a habit form, isn't it? Yeah. Habit forming. And it's also like, once you start to see the results of it, then you're more inclined to keep it going. You're more motivated, aren't you? Yeah. More driven. Yeah, but does, what do they say? Is it actions that inspire motivation or motivation that inspires action? I don't know, mate. It could be both. I don't know either. It was just not <laughs> like one of those sayings. <laughs> I love what you take in. Oh, I literally take the most shitty stuff. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to ask each other a few questions. So yeah. I am going to ask you what advice would you give someone that wants to improve their morning routine if they've got a bad morning routine and it doesn't set them up well for the day what would you what would you advise them um i would say write down what you want your morning routine to be and then think of it like if you want a coffee in the morning um but you also want to drink like a glass of water because you need to hydrate before you caffeinate and that's like the hardest thing for you put the glass of water first before you have the coffee or if you want to start going to the gym of a morning, get your gym clothes out and lay them out so you see them as soon as you wake up. Um, sort everything out the night before because it will take away from the choices of the day after. Um, so like do a need before a want. So if you're wanting to add in a new habit and then you want to do something or you want to keep something in your original morning routine, do what you need to do before you do what you want to do. Yes. And start small. Don't go in and be like, oh my God, I'm going to change absolutely everything that I do every morning because it's never going to stick. Build habits upon habits. Yeah, that's it. Habit building. Um, anything to add or? Yeah, no, I'd just say the same. So say you wanted to, um, if you wanted to add something into your morning routine, like say you, you have to go and brush your teeth, like you've said, you yeah. have to go and brush your teeth. So if you want to do something before that, then make sure that's in line with yeah. brushing your teeth. You know what I mean? Yeah, because brushing your teeth is a habit that's just so automatic now. Well, like, hopefully. <laughs> like, it could be like, I need to do five minutes of stretching. So yeah. I'm going to stretch five minutes and then I'm going to go brush my teeth. Yeah, and then you'll start to associate the stretching with what you do before you brush your teeth and it will just start to build on that habit like that. Yeah, it's so simple, but yeah. no one really thinks of it like that, I don't think. No. I think because most people try to change everything at once. Yeah. So if you've got like five things that you want to do, what is it? It takes, what, 21 days to form a habit, but it takes 66 days for that habit to become automatic. Yeah. So it's something that you have to keep working on. And once that habit becomes automatic, it's still going to be something that you have to keep working on. Yeah. It's not just going to 
be really easy every single day. A lot of people want to do it with like walking in the morning. A lot of my clients like to mm. want to walk before their work day because then they've got the majority of their steps in. Yeah. So yeah, they've had to find that in their routine or get up a little bit earlier. But then it's thinking, I don't have to do that later tonight. Yeah. I can, I can do That's what I want tonight, thing. especially if they've got like children or whatever. I can spend that with my children tonight. Yeah. I've gone out before they're even up. Yeah. If it's a habit like that, I would suggest, um, if you're new to it and like you're really struggling to find the motivation to do it, find somebody to walk with because like one, friend, you're yeah. not going to cancel because it's going to be early morning and you've already told them that you're going. Yeah, I agree. Um, my question for you is, what would you advise somebody who is looking to start their fitness journey, I'd say in the new year? Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Ooh, I do. Um, I would firstly say start slow. Um, so don't go to a gym and just think I'm going to do every class under the sun. I'm going to walk 10,000 steps a day. I'm going to change my whole nutrition because you are not going to stick to it. You are going to give up probably in the first two to three weeks. Yep. Um, and then... (laughs) You will be one of them people that are not seen at the gym again for a whole new year. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, again, you could find a friend to go with. That could be motivational. So think, just start two to three times a week. Maybe find a friend so that it's actually fun as well. Um, I would personally say first get a coach if you don't know what yeah. you're doing. If you or don't, even somebody just to hold you accountable to. Yeah, it. or like a friend that, you know, like get make sure you know what you're doing because if you don't know what you're doing then you're just going to walk around feel unconfident associate that environment with feeling uncomfortable and then you you again you probably won't get anywhere with your goal if you are serious about it then make sure you know what you're doing yeah I would say have a plan yeah, as well. Yeah, just having a plan, yeah. If you don't have a plan for absolutely everything that you're going to do, like if you're joining the gym, like your nutrition, um, if you have a goal that you want to get to, track you, everything. How are you going to fit that within your life? What are you going to do? What are you yeah. going to change? How, where are you going to put it in? Like, how are you going to progress? Yeah. Like, most people go to the gym and then they do the same routine for years. Do you, mm. How many times do you see that in a gym? Like, so many people go to the gym and they go, I do five minutes on the rower. I do five minutes on the treadmill and then I do five minutes on here. Okay, if you've got a goal, if you know, yeah. if you want to get quicker in them five minutes or you want to build more, not quicker, if you want to build more distance in that or five endurance. minutes, that's fine. But don't just go to the gym and aimlessly do a session and not try and progress each week because it is going to get boring. And you're not going to see any results. <laughs> There'll be no progress there for that. You might as well use your time wisely. If you are going to the gym for an hour, there's no point in wasting that time. Yeah. Like, use it to the best. Work smart, not hard. Well, yeah. you'll have to work hard in the gym as well, but you know. <laughs> and and don't expect it to be easy. Like, it's, no. it's not meant to be easy. And don't expect results overnight as well. No. We're not making this sound very good, are we? <laughs> no, but the feeling you get from... Oh, I know, love it, yeah. The feeling you get is just like no other. I've never had a client come out and go... I wish I didn't do that today. Yeah, not at all. And the, and when they then do testing at the end of the year or whatever, and they, they get like a, a personal best or whatever, they're so happy that they've started then. Yeah. Yeah. They never look back. 
Not at all. Not at all. No, I agree with you on that. I think that was a good answer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you could tell. That's good. That's good. Um... Anyway, have you got a fun fact for me or like a joke or... I feel like let's I'll give do... you a couple of fun facts, Shall we mate? not do jokes because, you know, <laughs> they're a bit cringe. <laughs> well, mine aren't, but I'm uh, not joking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I don't fact. have any jokes most of the time. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. All right, fun fact. I feel like I've given you my fun I feel like I've given away like given... a few facts here today. You have given me One day one. I'm just going to run out of them, isn't I? <laughs> but I've got nothing. Absolutely I'm gonna, I'm nothing. I'm going to find a fun fact. Come on. Okay, do you want to know some facts about the body, considering we're... Oh, that's a good idea. Go for it, go for it. Okay. Um, did you know your heart beats about 100,000 times a day? Huh. No, I didn't. That means it sends 2,000 gallons of blood through the body. No way. Did you know that your heart has its own electrical conduction? Yeah. No. I, well, know I know you didn't know that, but I'm like on about to tell everybody else. Okay, I'm gonna go for another one. That amazed me though when I found that out. I was like, oh my god. You probably know this one because it's weird. <laughs> okay. You can produce enough saliva to fill two bathtubs a year. I feel like I might have known that one, but I don't know if I did. It sounds like something I've heard. Um, you're gonna have to keep them coming because I don't think I've got any. Right. Okay. The average human adult has 2,000 to 4,000 taste buds. That's quite oh. a big range, isn't it? 2,000 to 4,000. Like, yeah. But I guess, That's like, yeah. um, did you know your body has more than 600 muscles? Yes, I did know that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I don't have any more facts. Okay, well, I think that's it for this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Any questions or anything that you want to hear about, let us know. Yeah. I think our next podcast is going to be on periods. Yeah. And menopause. Yes. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I find it really interesting. I do too. And you probably, so will you. So. Yeah. Tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're going to say? (laughs) No, I just thought that was really cool from me. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye.